0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a lot to get into. Let's just jump into the action. All right. So we'll start out in Anaheim, where it's it's just becoming a theme. We're always talking about Shohei Otani and what he's doing to to join Babe Ruth on some list. But hey, you know it doesn't get old because it's 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 historic. I mean, this guy is seriously on a Hall of Fame trajectory it's just a matter of how long he can do this if if otani can do this two-way stuff for four more years he's a lock for the hall of fame absolutely a lock for the hall of fame i I think because what he's already done it for for four years and like you know two of those have been like you know mvp level or you know MVP, mvp caliber If he puts up numbers like this for four more years he's a lock for the hall of fame but nonetheless Uh, so he was on the mound in Anaheim on Tuesday. So, you know, a bit of a rough start. He surrendered three runs in the fifth inning of a 3-1 loss at Angel Stadium. And now he has allowed at least three earned runs in three straight outings for the first time in his career. But hey, it's a long season. It's going to happen. It's not really a big deal he'll settle down. I mean, Otani put up Cy Young caliber numbers last year and I think we can expect more of the same when it's all said and done this year. If you look at it in his totality, yes, he went seven innings, three earned runs, which is just fine. Seven strikeouts, but totality, he still has a 2.74 ERA on the year with a 0.91 whip. I mean, this dude is putting up those really solid numbers again. At the end of the day, Like I said, they lost 3-1 to the Astros. And yeah, I mean, it's an interesting AL West picture right now with the Astros just now climbing back to 500. And, you know, the Angels being, you know, above them in the standings for, you know, much of the year so far. It's, it's been weird. And Texas being number one. Let's just keep an eye on things. Let's just see what happens. I don't really have much else to say, but it's been a weird year in the AO West. Let's head up the West Coast to San Francisco, where the Giants hosted the Nationals. And Giants infield prospect Casey Schmidt hit his first Major League home run in his second at-bat. And yeah, it didn't take him long to show that he can make an impact with his bat, even though he's known for his glove. But yeah, second at-bat, he's like, hey, don't forget about this bat as well. Second at-bat of his Major League debut on Tuesday night. A solo shot off of Patrick Corbin to help lift the Giants to a 4-1 win at Oracle Park. So Casey Schmidt is ranked the Giants number four prospect by MLB Pipeline. And he had 40 plus friends and family who flew from San Diego to pack the stands for his debut. And you know, they were on camera. They, you know, it's a moment they'll never forget. Obviously gave them something to cheer about in his major league debut. So he became the youngest Giant to homer in his big league debut since Will Clark did it as a 22 year old rookie in 1986. Casey Schmidt is 24. And he's actually the first position player drafted and developed by the Farhan Zaidi regime to meet, to, to reach the major leagues. So he's a natural third baseman, but he did get the start at shortstop on Tuesday, which allowed the Giants to shift Tyro Estrada back to second base while Brandon Crawford continues to work his way back from a right calf strain. But Schmidt's night on defense was pretty uneventful. He did have, you know, a chance to initiate a 6-4-3 double play to help Logan Webb escape a jam in the third. But besides that, not really much going on for him. So exciting new prospect up for the Giants. You know, he's a second round pick out of San Diego State in 2020. So that's a COVID pick. You a know, lot long ago, he won the minor league. Gold Glove Award at third base in 2022. So hopefully we can see him flash some leather. Maybe he's the future shortstop of the Giants because Brandon Crawford's not going to be there for too much longer. You know, he he's been there for a long time. He's, Brandon Crawford's the only giant. You know, he's the mainstay from their the championship days. He's the only one remaining on the team. But you know, whenever he he moves to a different position, let's say, or he retires or whatever, it looks like Casey, Casey Schmidt is the guy they have, you know, lined up to Be Brandon Crawford's successor. Speaking of rookies, speaking of rookies, let's head out to the other coast. So New York, where the Athletics beat the Yankees and you have Jordan Diaz hitting three home runs for Oakland. Although they did lose the game 10-5, but Three home runs in a game. He is the A's number four prospect. He became just the third rookie in franchise history to homer three times in a game. And the first since Big Mac did it, Mark McGuire, in 1987. So Jordan Diaz is 22 years old. And yeah, he's the youngest, sorry, the second youngest A's player to homer three times in a game. And he did this in New York when, you know, he's someone who's actually grew up as a Yankees fan. He grew up, Watching the Yankees back home in Columbia, the country of Columbia, and was able to homer three times against his favorite team as a child. So I'm sure, you know, his family had, had a good time watching that. But, you know, the A's have been searching for a home run celebration. Looks like they found one. They are using a home run hammer. So first they had a home runs hitter, home run hitter's helmet, and then now they have a, a Marvel themed prop with a pair of Hulk hands that Players are going to wear as they return to the dugout. So Jordan Diaz got to do that a few times on Tuesday night. So shout out to him. I mean, three home runs is huge, especially as a rookie. Give him the hammer. So, uh, you know, you can have something to celebrate because there really isn't that much more to celebrate in Oakland this season. It's been a very rough year. It's going to continue to be a, a really rough year. They're eight and 29 now and, uh, no sign of, of life. There's no sign of life in Oakland right now, so hang hang in there. there there's plenty of season left, but uh, I, I think it's going to be just more of them getting some young players, some reps. Let's head to Baltimore, where we had a big AL East matchup. Very big AL East matchup. The Orioles beat the race 4-2 as a key series began this week. We talk about the AL East, how strong it is, and how these teams have just been... Have been beating everyone you know every team in the AL East is is a 500 or better right now and the O's got a series opening win 4-2 and Tampa Bay lost for only the second time in 25 games in which they scored first they scored first in this game usually that means that they're going to win but um, that wasn't the case on Tuesday they had a Grayson Rodriguez and Adley Rutschman battery so you know this is a battery that played together in the minor leagues he's a you know The two prospects, two top prospects in their system. Well, Adley Rushman is, is now a bona fide major league. He's not a prospect anymore. He's graduated from prospect status, but both these guys, you know, got the start on Tuesday. You know, Grayson Rodriguez on the mound, Adley Rushman homered. Grayson Rodriguez went five and two thirds innings, giving up two runs, which were solo homers to Wander Franco in the first and Taylor Walls in the fifth. But besides that, you know, he settled down and ended up. Punching out Randy Rosarino to strand runners on the corners to end the fifth inning. So for the first time in his young LB career, Grayson Rodriguez took the mound for the sixth inning. So he's going deeper into games. This is what the Orioles want to see. But, you know, as he said after the game, he said he's been throwing to Adley since he was 19. They know each other pretty well. And, you know, know, Rodriguez is fortunate to have Adley behind the plate. This is what he said after the game. And, of course, when Rushman is swinging the bat well, hitting balls out of the yard, that's a lot of fun. And Rushman did have the game's decisive swing. That gave Baltimore a 3-1 lead in the third with a 407-foot two-run homer, which snapped an 0-for-19 for for Rushman, which was, you know, a long skid, quite frankly. But this was also his first home run to land on Utah Street out there beyond the right field flag court and in front of the warehouse. So, you know, after dropping two of three to the Braves in Atlanta over the weekend— you know, and then also Monday night's series opener to the Rays. The Orioles really needed to bounce back and they did, did so as, you know, they beat Tampa Bay in a close affair. So it may remain early, but Rodriguez and Rushman have helped to prove that the Orioles are, they're holding their own in a very strong division. They've been out to show it against the Rays and they're going to aim to do so again by taking them on in Wednesday's rubber game. So. I like I like what I'm seeing out of Baltimore. It's exciting. I think I've talked about this in the past, but you know this is the reward of you know picking at the top of the draft for so many years. I mean, when you are struggling for so long, you will you will get good draft picks, and later these guys will develop and they will make their way up to the big leagues, and that's exactly what we're seeing right now in Baltimore. Exactly what we're seeing with these guys that were picked highly. You know, Rutschman, number one overall pick. You know, Grayson Rodriguez, Gardner Henderson, guys like that are finally up and doing their thing at the major league level. So that's what we have for today, folks. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.